Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick and these guys usually call me their game master, uh, but not today so much because you, while you are listening to Pokemon Rollout, the real play Pokemon tabletop united RPG podcast, we aren't really talking or, or playing PTU. So uh, we'll be doing something a little different today, but I may as well still ask, what's your name? I'm Paul and uh, I play Pal Dan Sneg. <laughs> I am Michael, and I am currently playing Scarlet while we're recording this yes, right now. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm holding it in my hands. Yes, so, <laughs> in case that didn't tell you, and the title didn't tell you, we are talking about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and I am the only one who is not actively playing the game while we're while we're talking about it. So there may be some pauses in between uh, responses, but we shall see. Come on, Nick, get with it. Eggs. No, no, no. I, I don't oh, treat. No. I don't treat this. I got excited. Like I thought that was a venom, but it was a little chunk from behind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, or or Jigglypuff, seen from above. Or Jigglypuff. There you go. Um, yeah, I was surprised when I found a Happiny in the first uh, area. That was interesting. But... There were a lot that I was surprised to to find early on. But uh, maybe we can go with starters first. So what was everyone's starters? Um, I went with uh, Quaxley. Oh. Well, so. I can explain why in a moment, but I want to hear what you guys, what you guys got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also went with Quax- Quaxley. <laughs> and I went Fuikoko. Alright, nice. I appreciate that. Uh, leading into it, I did look at the starter evolutions... And I, uh, that, that's the only mm. thing I really spoiled myself on le- going into it. I, I tried to avoid spoilers otherwise, and I'm still trying to avoid spoilers. And, um, oh, we should also talk about where we're at in the game so we can kind of give everyone mm. our perspective mm-hmm. as we're going through this. Um, uh, early on, I was a Quaxley fan, and after seeing the final evolutions, I almost swapped to Foy Coco. Um, but, mm. um, which, I don't know. In hindsight, maybe I wanted, maybe should have gone with that uh, instead. But maybe that'll be a second run through for me. Um, as far as where I am at in the game, uh, I am uh, starting to wrap up the main story. Excuse me. Uh, I have all the gym badges. I've beaten all the Starfall people, and I'm literally wrapping up the the Team Starfall like storyline right now. Mm. And I have uh, also beaten all of the Titans. So, mm. mm-hmm. um, nice. I yeah. am at three gyms, uh, two Titans, two bases. My Pokemon are roughly five to ten levels higher than that sounds like. Uh, they've just ended up higher mm. level and just remained that way. Um, and I tend to go in a complete straight line or else wander towards the largest and scariest looking thing when I play. So I end up with a lot more leveling than I end up with, but, um, so I'm, I'm roughly there, uh, I'm right near the normal gym now, and it's probably gonna be that one in water next, before I cap, cap, before I go after the next Titan in the next base. So did you go east from the school first, or west from the school first? I went south first. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I went south first, jumped the first ledge I saw, and immediately got into a fight with a level 35 Salandit. Nice. Um, That's fun. My Pokemon were the my Fuikoko was a Crocolor at that point and was level seventeen uh, already, and so that I ran from. But I started fighting the other things nearby, 
uh, and ended up with them all being roughly their 20s and wandered about for a bit. Uh, then I ended up going east and immediately turning south. No, sorry, going west and immediately turning south, uh, wandering there for a bit, and then eventually made it to the green, or sorry, to the bug-type gym first. Gotcha. Okay. I went east first. So I, I felt like I played my game in the order that, that Game Freak wanted me to because my first uh, Titan was Cloth. Uh, my mm. first mm. Uh, Team Starfall uh, person was uh, Mally. Is that right? Mally? Yeah. Um, the fire one. Mella. Mella. Mella, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. And then my first gym was... Uh, Oh, who was it? It was like the first gym we already saw. The grass one. Brassius? Yeah, uh, Brassius. yes. Uh, so uh, that was the that was kind of where I went first, and then I went west shortly after that. But I don't know, I kind of hopped all over the place. So, But, uh, Michael, where are you? Uh, I am outside of the fire base currently. Um. Um, so I've kind of I've gone back and forth uh, a little bit. I started out going uh, east. Uh, and I also did the the cloth and um, the the first uh, gym there. Um, is that the grass gym? Yeah. Yeah, that would be the one on the uh, if you go east. Yep. Brassius. Yep. Um, Brassius. That's right, Brassius. Um, uh, so okay, I did that, and then I went uh, headed out west uh, and did the um, uh, bug. Yep. I don't remember her gym. name, but she's a baker. That's she's the, the baker. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then made my way up and caught, uh, the, uh, Bombardier, Bombardier. Uh, Bombardier. I did not, I I didn't catch it, but. I was not aware from everything I saw that, can you catch Titan Pokemon? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I didn't catch him, no. Um, But you beat him. Beat him, yep. Uh, and then, uh, did the dark, uh, star base. Oh, yes, that's. As the first base. So I, I beat that base first, um. It was the, the last thing I last uh, track I started, um, and I don't know. It just like the the location looked interesting, and it was like mm-hmm. around some water, and it looked like maybe yeah. I could get cut across the the river there, or maybe I'd go around it. It looked like I was in the mood to explore a little bit before mm-hmm. encountering story at that point, and so I did. And, yeah, yeah, but, I'm I'm, yeah. S- I'm settling into a routine with the game where for me it's one gym. Or sorry, two gyms, one uh, base, one uh, Titan, so that I mm. kind of am roughly doing them at the same speed mm-hmm. throughout. And I, I I accidentally came on Bombardier though. Ah, um, <laughs> like I was just going around, headed towards the the dark base, uh, and and went up was going up this little mountain pass thing and all of a sudden there are all these falling rocks and I was like, oh, that's an interesting feature. That's something. And, oh, wait, there's a cutscene. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. There's, uh, not not in cutscene form, but something recently that happened to me that felt at least somewhat similar with that moment of I've stumbled into something that I probably can't deal with. And you may have been able to deal with Bombardier just fine, but there may have been that moment of, uh uh-oh, what is this? Um, Mm -hmm. I was going to the normal gym, and I was kind of looping up northwest to get through it, and I found one of the Ten Wonders of Paldea, which is the first one I've run into. I have no memory of what it's called. It's like Colonnade Cave or something like that. Mm. And I'm wandering through this, and in the game, uh, those who have played this know, or if you're going there, you will see beacons of light on the map. And the taller beacons are 
uh, caves where you can fight in like special raids against Terra type Pokemon. The mm-hmm. be- beacons that are lower to the ground and golden are Pokemon that are terrestrializing have and have a special Terra type. Sometimes, so <laughs> well, usually they have a special ability or something other than their main typing that is coming out from there. So I was wandering through this colonnade caves, and I see up at the very top, like in this little pedestal that's set aside from everything, there's a glow. And I'm like, well, I may as well go fight it. It'll be interesting to see. I go around. And so I'm jumping around. I get to it, and I get around to where I can see it, and it is a Garchomp. Oh, boy. And I was like, I'm going to leave you for later. (laughs) Did not let him see me as I ran away. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, that's that's something that's interesting about the open world concept. I think just the the tonal difference that I'm mm-hmm. I'm seeing is that like you're not totally sure whether you've been prepared for where you are mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the game. There's kind of a mix of things, and there, there's a lot of the complaints that I've seen is the fact that uh, gyms, especially bases to some extent, but especially gyms. Do not scale for your level. Mm-hmm. That they don't match what level you are. And I think gyms have the best argument out of everything on that. Because if you're facing a gym challenge and you let your people know you can go in any direction, it makes sense for the sake of a gym challenge for that gym to be prepared to face any customer. And give them mm-hmm. a challenge that builds them up rather than either curb stomping them or being useless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. and that's and so, that's. I mean, there's precedent for that in like the anime. Um, yeah, that they kind of and, work out for them, and so that's mm-hmm. the most simple one. Uh, the titans and the bases, however, work better oh, with shit. the world of being. These are set in place as a certain amount of power. And if you mm-hmm. go after them, you better be ready to go after them. Yeah, sure. So I, I like that, and like what you're mentioning with the world, like yet, where you're like, I'm not really sure if I can deal with this until you're actually in front of it. Mm-hmm. Good thing. Um, one quick thing, I think, just to pivot for my own brain, and I'll try to stop talking as much, but uh, talking <laughs> about the Pokemon, and especially the new Pokemon designs... There's a okay. lot of favors and a lot of cool things in it, but I want to focus on two designs that, uh, just for me, kind of encapsulate my conflicting feelings about the Pokemon designs. I know it's coming. And, uh, one of them is fairly new, and one of them I haven't run into in-game, but was spoiled to me beforehand, and many people know about it. I'm going to start with actually that first one. It is Dadunsparce. <laughs> okay. Dunsparce has an evolution named Dadunsparce. Where it gets an extra segment, an extra pair of wings, an extra little bit on its horn tail, and I believe either an extra set of eyes or an extra set of uh, eye or whiskers or something there. And that's about it. I think it gets better stats, but that is the only difference between Dunsparce and Dudunsparce, as well as Dudunsparce sometimes has three segments instead of two. Can, can I talk about that, Nick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because it, uh, like, Dunsparce has the same energy to it as um, as Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, way in the sense that it was like uh, the fan base has been asking this for years, and it's like, fine, here, have your remake, have your evolution, and this is what you get. 
See, and, and here, here's my thing. If that's what they're doing, I do not like it. Because that's, like, I, I can understand the sentiment just fine. And that's, un that's a completely understandable sentiment. But you don't have to respond that way as a company, as a group of people. You don't have to respond with, you can simply not have it instead of going, fine, we're going to give you a bad version of it. Yeah, this, this Dead is Unsparse, the... however, I Dead Unsparse, however, I actually enjoy because it doesn't feel to me like that was the response, even though that could be part mixed in on it. It feels to me that it was like, what do we do with this Pokemon? People want it. Let's do something silly with it. Not let's let's really throw it in their faces. It was let's just let's just do something silly. <laughs> People want to see something from it, so let's do something. And it'll be a little bit goofy. It'll be it'll be a little bit set up, but at least there's some idea of like. We have to do something. We don't really... We're, we're kind of running out of... It, there's a little bit of a running out of ideas feeling to it, but they're still having fun. Uh, and maybe that's just... Maybe that's just my own feeling to it. But. This is also coming from the same people who said, we're not going to do a Mega Flygon evolution because we can't come up with a good design for it. Like Yes, <laughs> but they did that and, and at a certain point and there's other things. But it's possible. But... But my flip side, and you probably know what this one is, you, r you run into it fairly early, is Flamigo. Yep, that's the other one mm. that I knew was coming. Because mm -hmm. Flamigo feels like someone said that at a meeting, and that was all the thought that was put into it. I agree. Flamigo... Flamigo... Uh, fl yeah, it's like Flamingo people... A flamingo Pokemon would be good. Flamigo, there we go. It's Paldean region. It's, it's kind of Spanish-based. Throw it in. And that... Does like it, it doesn't feel like that was one that was attempted. I, I agree. Like it like what makes that different than an actual flamingo? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot. Yeah, um, and, and, and even its even its lore that's connected to it doesn't relate to the Pokemon. Like it's a synchronized Pokemon that apparently attacks in unison. Nothing in it or about it shows that in any yeah. way. And what's frustrating to me is, like, I thought for a minute, and I I think I thought of a better design for Fl for Flamigo. Um, basically, put tape around its legs and give it boxing gloves for feet, and boom, you have a fighting <laughs> Flamingo. There you go. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, there, there are how, extra... how simple is that? <laughs> and, and, so, and, and that is basically my conflicting feelings on the entire thing. Sometimes I'll run into a Pokemon and I'll go, oh, that's a lot of fun. They took an idea and they made something and they worked with it. And sometimes I'll run into a Pokemon and go, "You had to add this in, didn't you? You needed to pad the numbers." Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I, I do feel like, and that's some... not fair. There's a lot of work on it and everything, but that's no, just absolutely, where I ended up. yeah. And I, I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like some of the designs are yes, uninspired, but also if you think about and with where you guys are at in the game right now, you may not see this, but like. As you get to later parts in the game, I think uh, some of the better designs start to show through, or at least the more the more of the intentional designs. Um, mm. I'm just slightly getting starting to get myself spoiled for the um, the uh, Ground Zero Crater or Area Zero Crater. I've been um, hearing things about it. You know, I'm going to be going there soon, and. Uh, I don't know, I won't, because I haven't actually gotten there myself. I'm not going to uh, spoil anything for our listeners, but. Um, the designs I've yeah. seen for stuff that goes there, you know, there's intention behind those. And I mm -hmm. think they're, 
a really interesting take on on those things. So, yeah, and as always, I'm speaking as someone who is not in a design field commenting on design. So I am working as this is my thoughts and and initial mm. processes and brushes with it, not necessarily a expert opinion on what's behind it, but. Says the GM who's been been... running a custom game for five years and has created his own region in Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah, you see what that's like. (laughs) It's six years, by the way. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wow, you're right. It is six years. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of design, like, there there are several of the new Pokemon that, um, like, I, I don't have any strong opinions that are negative i don't think the 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 strongest negative i have is a meh that's a pokemon mm-hmm. and, um and i may be coming on too strongly it's and for me it's just like sure it, it's it's i think i think it's just the sheer bafflement in my mind when i saw the flamingo the flamingo and was like okay that's a flamingo if i run <laughs> into it maybe something will happen nope it's just a flamingo okay maybe it evolves nope it's a flamingo yeah yeah, uh, yeah, in our Discord chat, I was like, man, I can't wait to see what this evolves into. And then you're like, Paul, I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Mike, uh, um, you, I kind of interrupted. Yeah. I apologize. I you were saying. No, that's okay. Uh, like, but, um, and that, that kind of is how it goes with, with Pokemon. I kind of have to experience the game to really enjoy the design unless it's a really stupendous design. True, I agree. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So, like, I, I haven't played... Anywhere from Generation 3 until, through Generation 7. So mm-hmm. a lot of the Pokemon... Or, or from 4 through 7. So a lot of the Pokemon in those generations, like, I'm aware of them. And some of them, I'm, I think, are pretty cool. But I don't have any real attachment to a lot of those Pokemon. It, um, but when I... When I encounter them in, like, I start, I played uh, Sword and Shield recently, mm-hmm. and now I'm playing Scarlet. So, like, encountering them in game, I'm getting uh, a bigger connection to them in that way. Uh, and so, I'm enjoying some of the designs more. Scarlet, though, I want to talk about a little bit how it's different for me. Okay. Um, because, so, playing through Sword and Shield, and there were several Pokemon that I encountered, and I was... Uh, I, I had remembered uh, knowing about these Pokemon from different things, whether it was uh, through Pokemon Rollout in PTU or um, playing in Draft League or, or what have you and things like that, where I was aware of these various Pokemon and I was like, that Pokemon's not for me. And then I wound up using it uh, and loving it. And it was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, real quick comment, Michael, before we get too far into this. Yeah. Do you want to share when you actually played uh, Sword slash Shield uh, with the with the, the audience? <laughs> um, last month. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't three years ago, folks. It was very... Gen 8 is about as recent to Michael as Gen 9 is. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Good. Good clarification on that. Um, so yes, I, I, I've I've jumped rapidly with the last two two um, regions mm-hmm. uh, or uh, generations, which which might be part of the the coloring to Scarlet here. And it's not that I th- I think it's a it's a worse game, but like some of the connection to the Pokemon is different and not as strong to start out. And here's so my 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 first point is that I've wanted this kind of 
Pokemon game since Pokemon started. <laughs> the the open concept, uh, open world sort of uh, traversing, being able to go wherever you want. Like I like the linear storytelling that comes in a lot of the other generations. Uh, that you know you have to go from this gym to that gym to that gym you have to follow that order you have to go along these paths maybe you get a couple of options here or there but uh it's not open world and so this this is but this is something that i've wanted for a while Mm -hmm. um i will say i also just want like a whole world to encompass you know where you can go to kanto and johto and all those different things but i mean that's that's its own separate wish list item for michael um but uh so uh, getting into this and and it's been a while since i've played a game like this you know it was the early 2000s when i played a game like this Mm -hmm. open world sort of concept uh and so that graphics are very different and the, the quality is very different um but the fact that there's this great unknown about it with the the order of things that I mentioned too, like you don't know whether you're actually prepared for this space that you're entering. You don't know how dangerous the Pokemon actually are going in here. Uh, I wind up feeling like I need to be a lot more reserved, but then at the same time, the combat feels a lot more like slash bam. uh, And here we go. Uh, And so I don't spend as much time with the Pokemon. I'm spending more time trying to keep them safe in their pokeballs and <laughs> not let them die in this big strange world. I- I'm getting better. Uh and, and I'm 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 branching out more as as time goes on. But that's that's part of the experience uh of difference that I have yeah. with this that like even encountering some of the new Pokemon, it's like I I've caught you, I wanna find out more about you, but I am not ready to let you out and to to spend some time with you yet. Well and the, the way that it's set up is I know like uh, some of the old games you catch a Pokemon and it's yours, whether it's level fifty or whether it's uh level five, it'll follow your directions. If you catch a Pokemon mm-hmm. that's a too high a level, it will not follow your direction. So like I caught uh, the mm-hmm. pseudo legend uh, through a raid very early on, and it would not follow my directions. Like uh, so, that was that was an interesting yeah. aspect of it. Um, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, that was in the older games too, through trading and things. But it's still there, yeah. right? But not catching out. Yeah, not through pure, pure capture. But um, Michael, I have to say that um, a game that also really gave me that feeling was uh, Legends Arceus. Like that game, mm-hmm. very oh, okay. much, uh, and like. Uh, I feel like they doofed me because it's like I know Pokemon. I know what Pokemon is like, but like as I was playing the game, mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, like the the Pokemon are dangerous, and we don't know what these Pokemon are like. And it's like, well, in the end, they're, they're still Pokemon. Now, granted, in, in Arceus, they'll mess you up, but mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of the interesting. In uh, Legend Arceus, I think almost has more focus. I was trying to think of what my thought process on this uh, have. Either of you, I think Paul, you have, but I, I don't think Michael, you have yet. But uh, if either of you played uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, no, I've, it's on my list. I've I've opened it. I've beaten like two or three shrines. Okay, so you you were still in the tutorial. The thing, uh, yep. <laughs> the, the thing is, the what this both Legends Arceus and uh, Pokemon visually and in the way they uh, they use the world and different things are very, very, very reminiscent of uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. But the reason that Breath of the Wild, they are reminiscent of it, and many others are reminiscent of it, is because Breath of the Wild is a fantastically built game. Like like I've Mm. said before, I don't 
usually do open world all that much. I prefer more linear. I prefer more straightforward story-based things. I like having free time to go on the side quests, but I prefer to have a main goal in front of me. Breath of Mm -hmm. the Wild is a game that I beat all of the shrines in and did nearly every side quest. And everything that was going on, even though it was very much an open world, go where you want, do what you want type of setup. Uh, I also, immediately after I got out of the tutorial level, I went the opposite direction that it was telling me to go and got my uh, face smashed in. But (laughs) until I went the right direction. But uh, it's that entire thing. But that I think that is what's I'm running into with these games where I enjoy I enjoyed both Arceus and I enjoy. Scarlet, while I'm playing them, but I don't have as much of an impetus to pick them up again once I stop. I still will, mm. and I'll still play them, but they're just not much... Like, I don't focus on them, and I think it's because... Uh, not Arceus as much, but especially uh, Scarlet. The gym challenge isn't a strong enough draw. It isn't important enough mm-hmm. to make me feel like it needs to be done. But nothing else has properly taken its place. Like, Mm. the bases just sit there. They're not bothering anyone. They're literally locked in their own little canyons. Uh, The Titans don't attack anyone unless you attack them. Even the Mombardier throwing down those stones is in one specific section where nothing else is. And now that you're uh, saying that, I like the way they could have easily changed that and been like made the problem was like uh, what the bomb what the bomb burner was doing it could have been like sending rocks into the town and you know disrupting the the people and causing and havoc for them. And that's the thing, like the problem. <laughs> that's the like the linear games allowed them to have consequences pop up when they needed to pop up. And leave them alone beforehand. And in the transition into open world, they haven't quite gotten to the point where those consequences still exist. Like, if Mm. your character went out, like, for this uh, summer field trip, and it may be different as you get into the main story, but from the understanding of it, on the summer field trip, if your character on a summer field trip went home and played with the Pokemon he had right then in the garden for the entire summer trip... And came home and said my treasure was hanging out with my Pokemon. Nothing would change in the Paldean region. <laughs> and nothing would be worse in the Paldean region. Right. It would be simply mm-hmm. what it is. Like, it feels like you're wandering this this world and doing very little. Even as you're mm-hmm. taking down enormous Pokemon. Cracking down bases of delinquent hooligans who seem to not be bothering anyone and have really worked very well on their choreography. Um, (laughs) And and beating gyms and getting all that set up. It's just... You're not very important is kind of what it was. And and, and empty is kind of the feeling I get because it's just like this... I think that comes across even in some of the NPCs, you know, mm-hmm. um, the in in some of the other the previous generations games, you'd come across NPCs who might say something like give you a tidbit of information about whatever challenge is coming up or whatever the the evil team is doing, you know, mm-hmm. um, rumors and, and things would, would crop up. These NPCs don't have any any of that. I don't think anybody knew the bombardier was up there. No, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, well, that, that's the thing. Um, like everyone treats like when when the person who has your thing for Titan Pokemon, whose name 
I immediately forgot and have never Arvin. remembered. Arvin. Alvin or Arvin, Arvin, yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, when he brought up Titan Pokemon, I believe Nimona's response was, "No one believes in those things." There is a bird mm-hmm. dropping rocks next to a town, <laughs> and no one believes in those things. Yeah, makes sense to me. Like, <laughs> there is a giant crab clearly visible in the canyons nearby, another town, and no one believes in those things. <laughs> like, yeah, the the it is so like there isn't I, weight, and that you you know what there, there is no the, war on bossing say. There is no war in Boston. So there is no war in Boston. <laughs> you, you know what? That your your point about the 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 lack of um, clear importance for the gym challenge or, mm-hmm. or any of this is making me think of, um, you know, in the in the previous games, your character uh, had a reason to be going on the gym challenge. You know, he needed to prove himself. It was his dream since he was child. You know, it, right. it might have been a flimsy reason, but it was a reason. He had a reason. Um, you don't necessarily have that here. They've left that open for you also um, there might be oh, or Nimona might kidnap you and kill you if you don't so yeah you know, her, but, there, there you uh, I, but what, what it's making me think of is is uh, the the classic you know D trope with your your first session is you know how'd the party get together and you have to you meet in the tavern right um it's like why are you adventuring why are you all together why are you doing what you're doing and it's really easy to be like because we want to play D and D, yeah, um, and that's no, notice how our characters inst- don't have a meeting backstory, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, and there there are a lot of ways to circumvent that and to to just make it you know to give a, a better like reason for it or to to not have to deal with that and it can be you don't meet in a tavern you've been sent on this assignment we've we've established this already you're already together uh and you're already doing this um uh or you can create that for yourself but that's more work and that's where i i think these games have have left that to be the work of Potentially your imagination. Maybe maybe that's what we're supposed to be doing. Maybe we're supposed to fill in the the need and in our yeah. our own character's mind. Um, maybe that's the thing is that there isn't a need in the Paldea Paldea region. Yeah, mm-hmm. like nothing you do changes the region. Yeah, the the Titan Pokemon being taken down changes nothing about their surroundings. The bases being crushed changes nothing. The bases are literally still there. Right. <laughs> well, the, uh, the, I think with the, with the bases, I, I think that might be the the one with the strongest. Yeah, that, need that one has a little bit because they're the like best. the bullies and stuff. Yeah, but and that. yeah, but even that's getting muddled the more you go through. But yes, yeah, there, there's that there, and yeah. Uh, yeah, the other one, the gym challenges. If you take, if you go to the toughest gym in the region and take it down first, none of the other gyms will know your name. When you arrive, <laughs> although most like yes and no. Granted, it's all contrived, but like as you start going through, uh, small spoilers, the elite four will start popping in and saying, "Oh, you're Snake. Yep. I've heard a lot about you from Nimona, and La, La Primera uh, says a lot of great things about you." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, they'll, they'll pop into a few things here and there, but it's just it's. It's all surface level. Like, yeah. the world itself cannot be changed by your character. You you are a, a thing upon the, the world rather than a someone within it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and at, right now, I'm not sure if it's good or bad, if it's just a thing. I feel like it's just a thing. Like, And, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a personal thing for me, of just that if I'm taking down gigantic monsters, if I'm crushing bases of thing of people who are not allowing things to go past, mm-hmm. going through if I'm taking going through a gym challenge that is supposed to be well known throughout the region, who the person who seems to be slightly older than me may or may not be, is the youngest champion ever, and I'm going through them as well, there is no response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well it's it's a very you know, I'm coming fresh off of Sword and Shield, so it's a it's a very different thing from what happened in those games where as you progress through the gyms you wind up having more and more, you know, fans and things that are loudly cheering your name so that's that true. by the end, you know, when you walk into the final challenge um championship thing, like the the text boxes fill the screen because people are cheering for you. Um it's a very different very different thing here. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the switch from linear to open world that is lost sure. for me in it, is that the consequence is lost. And the reason I bring up Breath of the Wild, too, is there's a lot of Breath of the Wild where you pass through it and nothing changes, but that mm. is a key note of the game. That things have gone so, so badly in the... You find out very quickly the hundred years that you have been asleep, that... Mm the little changes you do can't amount to much until you deal with the major problem. Hmm. And so you and but and, but you also do enact sweeping changes. Like there are four titan type things in that game. Um and each one of them is causing huge changes to the landscape and taking them down changes the character of the landscape that you go through from vast sections of the game. Mhm. So it's just, yeah, I, I, it, that, may, that might just be me there. It's just like, I don't... It, it feels like I'm not affecting anything. Sure. Yeah. No, I can see that, and I... That makes sense. Oh, I feel like this is a good step. I feel like... I'm not sure mm. if it'll be yeah. the next game this generation, or the game... Or, like, the first game in Generation 10... But I feel like we're, like, right mm-hmm. on the cusp of having, like, exactly the perfect balance of what we want. Like, uh, the story here was good. Yeah. I understand that what you're saying there, Nick, about how things aren't quite... Like, you're not affecting things uh, especially very much. Um, I, I, I think... Fe- for, oh, go ahead. Uh, I feel like from a, a mechanics perspective and a storytelling perspective, we're, like, right there. Like, Gen 10. Mm-hmm. It only took them 10 generations, but Gen 10, that's <laughs> something like a prime Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I do agree that it seems like it's making a good step. It, it feels like, if, like I've been saying, it feels like a transitional moment where they're kind of, they're getting to one point and losing another point, and that doesn't mean that they necessarily need to bring back the other point that they're losing, because linear versus open world are two different things. But... It's it's a preference type thing. Uh, the other, the thing that it reminds me of, and this isn't a massive multiplayer, or even a multiplayer game all that much, though you can call other people in to play the game with you in your world. Right. Um, but it feels like an MMORPG to some extent, where you mm-hmm. run around and do things, and the shopkeeper immediately asks the next person to do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> your, your, your weight on the world is not... There, right. Uh, Nick, did you, out of curiosity, yeah. did you play Legends Arceus at all? I did. I made it to the third section, and 
uh, got busy and never picked it up again. Okay, that's fair. And so um, it had some consequence as well, but it also still had that feeling of... And that one, I think, was fitting for the story to some extent, that you couldn't really do much because you were in a world full of very scary monsters that you were slowly working with, and so actually affecting their landscape would probably get you eaten by a Gyarados. But... Um, no, I'm just curious because, like, on, on a side comment, kind of diverting from what you're saying a little bit, is there have been so many times where I, like, miss the catching mechanic in uh, in Arceus, which is like, <laughs> I don't want to get into a, a battle. Pokeball? Can I just throw a Pokeball and just catch you, please? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, that's yeah. one thing I wish they'd bring back. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, the, the other thing, thing me... uh, real quick, uh, just... No um, you didn't get to it, but uh, gliding in this game is terrible. I know you oh, guys have, shame. have nothing to to compare to, but it's terrible compared to Arceus. So okay, those are some things I wish yeah. they would fix. But mm-hmm. anyways, go on, go on, uh, no. continue to share your thoughts. <laughs> no worries. But that that is kind of a thing. Like uh, that that's the other thing. Like uh, Michael, you mentioned earlier the thing of like being with your Pokemon and working with them and connecting with them. Uh, my mm-hmm. starter has only not been my lead Pokemon for, I think, two battles. Okay. Every other time, he is first and foremost take, or she is first and foremost taking everything down. She's a lady. She is a, she lady. Is a lady. Yes, I ended up with a female Crocolor, just completely randomly, which is great. Oh, you're but, one uh, of the 12%. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. But, uh, oh, Complete, complete, complete aside here, I was watching a YouTuber who decided to beat uh, Heart Gold with only Shinies, and so he kept restarting until he got a Shiny starter and everything else. Um, Interesting. But uh, he, uh, again, complete aside, he uh, was naming his Pokemon after people who would subscribe to him, so the newest subscriber would get the next next name, and he got a Dratini Mm. that ended up being named Shmoopy. Ha! (laughs) And I was like... This is a well-known Pokemon uh, streamer. Nah. But <laughs> <laughs> it was great. a funny thought. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, but... Uh, yes, that's kind of the thing. So, I like, there is to me, and I think Arceus did it a little bit to me, too, is that there's a disconnect between me and my Pokemon. Mm. Except for my starter, because I can bulldoze through everything with my starter, and especially the mechanic where you just chuck your Pokemon out and say, kill everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's like, how... That's how I level up a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That that means, and I actually forgot about that mechanic for I think a good two thirds of my playtime. So I was mechanically killing everything rather than just sending out my Pokemon to kill everything. Uh, but, uh, what I what I did is I forgot. Uh, I didn't fully understand how uh, the uh, basically the walking evolutions worked. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot like, of. There's a lot uh, of really weird evolution requirements in this that I've run into. Or that there are, else. yes. There, there are some that are very interesting. but Which um, I like. And, and I, again, I think that's a good step. I think there needs to be something in the game that drops hints about it. And maybe there are. But mm. uh, more than they have. But it's, it, it, is an, it, it is another good step of like, yeah, let's use the mechanics of our world as part of the evolutions. Sure. That's yeah. a cool idea. But. It is. But, uh, so anyways, in case you folks don't know, if you're trying to evolve your, was it, uh, Pomo to Pomot, or your, uh, Bramblin, or your Dung Beetle, I forget what that one's called, uh, Rolor, oh, yeah. uh, if you're trying to evolve lo- those, it's not the Pokemon walking a thousand steps, it's you walking a thousand steps. It's your Waller butt out. that has to go. Mm-hmm. 
because I, <laughs> because I was well, they're out and running. Yeah, because I was I was sending out my uh, my uh, pomo out, and I'm like, man, it's just like not taking thing. It's like it's taking out like twenty, thirty Pokemon. It's, it's got to be running around all this time. And th- in fact, there are times where I sent it out uh, just to like run out and then run back to me, and then send it back out again without even attacking. Mm-hmm. And like that's got to be a thousand steps. Come on, that's totally got to do it, and it still wouldn't evolve. And then I realized, oh, oh, I got to move. <laughs> oh. So, here's another complete aside. Uh, the legendary that you meet right at the beginning of the name of, of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is its name? Coridon. No, no. What is its name? Toothless. Sandwich. Toothless. Sandwich. Either toothless or sandwich. <laughs> uh... Those are the two names that I get from it. it, it it's like everyone calls it either toothless or sandwich that I can find. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone call it sandwich, but uh, but toothless is uh, because oh, I was originally planning to play um, Scarlet, but uh, mm-hmm. my family just decided to get uh, two copies of the game, um, one Scarlet, one Violet, and uh, my son, who technically this was a birthday present uh, that someone bought for him back in April, like they got a gift card and like here get the game that you want, so and he wanted to play uh, Scarlet, so I'm like okay, I'll play Violet, I guess, but. Yeah, I I definitely wanted uh, my Maridon to be uh, to be toothless, but even uh, no, sorry, my Coridon to be toothless. Mm-hmm. But even Miridon has some of those aspects. I, I, it's grown on nice. me. Which I mean, to to the game designer's credit, that you know, the version I did not like the the mount is like okay, I, I can buy it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's you know, looking at the covers and things, you know, it, it's it's some of the early. Spoiler! I I had like nothing spoiled for me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the games besides the the first three starters mm-hmm. and then the the uh, legendary things. I, I didn't know their names. Motorcycles. Um, mm-hmm. um, but looking at the packages and it was one of those things where that 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 was one of the the points at which I when I fell off of playing the games in Gen Four. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's Palkia and Dialga, uh, yes. when those designs came out, I was like, come on, really? This is, this isn't, these aren't Pokemon. What are you talking about? That's, <laughs> this is not. And, and I, I, looking at these, I thought, oh, it's going to be more of the same. <laughs> um, but then you, you meet Coridon, uh, early on and I'm like, I love this guy. He's, <laughs> he's my bud. That, yeah. Like that is again, one of their great, like positive <laughs> steps. And one of the things that's like a great step forward is they introduced. Yeah. The Miraidon, Coridon, both in the same way, but both as that way, it's just something of being like, like I have seen several, like just from people who've played it and have done it go from, uh, what is this design to going, this is my favorite person ever. This is my favorite thing. I, yeah. I will now ride my sandwich or my toothless around. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. it's, it's just a great, like, again, that that's solid writing and design. And it another is. thing of solid writing, though, I, I may disagree with this. Nimona is a great character. Nimona's very I good. love Nimona yes. so much. She's like... So intense, and it's like, you can calm down, it's okay. So intense, but so positive, too. Like, she's like... Yes. She she seems genuinely excited about battling Pokemon and battling you. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's fun. It's not like a... Um, uh, if you guys played Let's Go, it's not like a, a Trey's... Never played uh, Let's Go. 
excitement, like, you know, over the top and, like, sugary and gooey. It's just like, yeah, like, she generally wants to battle with you, and she wants to have a tough, tough trainer to go against. I, I love the elements of just kind of concern that pop up, even if they shouldn't be. Like, uh, right at the beginning of the game, right, right at the very end of the tutorial, when Team Star comes after you and you beat them, do you remember what Nimona said when she ran, when she ran into you? You don't need to fight any random people. You can just fight me all the time. <laughs> That's right. It's just like, oh, hey. <laughs> You're coming on strong. Uh, just a bit. And uh, there's a funny moment I saw, and this is a very minor spoiler. I know any, uh, nothing else about it, but apparently when you beat the Pokemon League, Namona runs up to you and says, You're a champion now, so we need to be rivals for real. And you get to say yes or no. If you say no, she says, I can't hear you. I said, we get to be rivals for real. If you say no again, she goes, no, no, I can't hear you. you we, I said, we get to be rivals for real. There is no way to say no. That's funny. Why would you ever say no, though? Right, exactly. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. But yeah, she, like, that, that is a great, like... <coughs> just, just, just a fantastic rival choice to just be like, I'm kind of terrifyingly intense about battling but so positive about it that you're kind of okay mm -hmm. with it it's just it's funny mm -hmm. um, and especially uh when you get to the michael when you get to the third gym you'll run into her again yeah and uh she'll go oh what a coincidence it's not t it's totally not like we just uh like i planned this in advance or anything mm-hmm mm -hmm. i'm not following you around right no, not at all. Uh... I, I think I think the writing uh, I think uh, is vastly improved since Generation Eight. Uh, the characters overall are very endearing. Like at first, I was like, mm -hmm. "Man, yeah. Arvin is like this this piece of work jerk guy." Oh. Like what? Like hello, Tauros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you found a you found a Paladin Tauros. Yeah, well, I, I found a whole herd of them. I, I was fighting yep. a, a Cyclozar and knocked it out. Yeah, I know, and then I know where I, you're I at. turned my, my view, yep. and there were three Tauros just staring at me. Yep. And then they'll charge in. I can't tell you how many times I've finished fighting something only for Kuridon to react with surprise and me realize that a Tauros had ran into me yep. while I was fighting. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt with that. No, that's okay. If you can help me genuinely get back on track, surprising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, though, just the writing is is vastly improved since uh, since then with uh, the characters, especially like uh, first as a man, Arvin is going to be a jerk. I'm not going to like him, but as you go through a story, like you really genuinely connect with him, and it's like, yeah, he's you know, you want to go and do it and help him for this, and it's just a very good. Good story. Yeah, I mean, so. he, he's still a, a snobby jerk, but he has good intentions at times, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so I think you're, you are both fairly not deep. Like, you may have seen his good intentions, but you're you're, yeah. you're still fairly uh, shallow in his story. So. Yeah, but I haven't um, seen the full amount mm -hmm. yet, but I've, I've yep. seen bits and pieces. Right. And uh, then there's the team star bosses, all of whom are just complete dorks. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, they're yep. they're. I think they're all fairly stylish in their different ways, but they're still complete dorks. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yes. Totally. Um. 
so not to start wrapping up, but I mean, we're at about oh, yeah. coming up on an hour almost. So there are a few ideas I want to touch on here as we kind of wind down. We don't have to like cut it off here, but um, favorite uh, new Pokemon or I'll even throw out even favorite new evolution if you've touched on any of those at all. Or seen anything? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Michael, what, do you uh, there, there are several Pokemon that are new that I really like. I caught a Gimme Ghoul um, early on, and that looked really cool. But then I caught a Ghastly, and I was like, I can't have two poison or uh, two ghosts on my team right now. And Ghastly is an old standby, so I'm keeping the Ghastly. I'll come back to the Gimme Ghoul. Um, uh, but yeah. then I caught... Quick, quick spoilers. What? You'll keep coming back to Gimme Ghoul and coming back and coming back and coming back and coming yeah, back. Yeah, he never quite leaves, but... <laughs> all right, all right, fair. Um, but then... Uh, but then I uh, encountered a Mastiff. Uh... Yep. Who... I He just... He looks like such a good boy. <laughs> 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 I love how you could like the look on his face is completely you guys I'm supposed to be scary yeah <laughs> uh, I don't know if it evolves but I love it and I'm I'm keeping him and he's mine um, <laughs> and uh, I also I am fairly uh, pleased with the the, the look of uh, Charcadet I kind of uh, Charcadet yep pretty early on um and that was uh that was cool some someone i meant someone i was watching yeah. mentioned that he looked like a funko pop and i can't unsee it but he still looks cool <laughs> i <laughs> but he still i don't cool. know this for certain but i think it's inspired by don quixote uh that makes sense that makes a lot of sense actually um and in fact the uh the grass gym is in the shade of a windmill, windmill. <laughs> Yeah, there are a few. There are a few windmills. Yeah. They they. Uh, I'll, well, yes. Oh, no, I, I was going to bring something up, but I think we can go go through this whole episode without bringing up one, some of the biggest biggest glaring problems. I'm not going to say it, but oh, um, yeah, no. But yeah, anyway, uh, they're they're just clock. They're just clocks. <laughs> um. Yeah. Paul, what about you? Um, I've really come to like uh, Knackley, and uh, its uh, yes. final evolution is uh, uh, Garganackle. Um, it is, I don't know, like, I usually don't like big, slow, defensive Pokemon, but for some reason this one's just, like, I, I, well, I mean, one, I like the idea that it's, you know, based off assault. Of um, <laughs> so, I mean, there's that meme there, too. Um, and it's just a really fun Pokemon. If I have a chance to... I don't know if I'm do, going to do a draft league uh, this upcoming mm-hmm. year. Um, I'm still very busy, but like if I do, I'd like to be able to draft it, because it's big, defensive, and like it even has a really strong offensive pre- presence. So it's a really interesting Pokemon, mm-hmm. and it's probably... It's standing out for me right now, at least. Yeah, surprisingly big and beefy. I picked one up and was like, that's that's an interesting one. I don't have a yeah. Darganacle yet, but I currently have Knackle Stack, which is fun. Yes. Here, but... It's yes. just fun to say. The name, the names are just yeah, mm-hmm. just great. Yeah, some of the names are fantastic, <laughs> and that's other yeah. But um, mm-hmm. for me, I think the standout favorite of the designs I've seen so far may have to be Tinkatink, and yep. the evolutions there. 
Uh, and I, it's it's partially because it's a realization that I uh, had. I've as a complete aside, I uh, as complete happiness have, have am also playing through Pokemon White for the first time, mm-hmm. um, and finding out that a lot of my favorite Pokemon designs are in that game, which I've never played. Interesting. So they're kind of an interesting setup, but mm. tied in with that is I really enjoy Pokemon that are using weapons. Because they just have them and decide you, to use them. Are you, uh, you like uh, Timber and Conkledur, don't you? I do like Timber and Conkledur. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> They're wonderful. If if uh, my Girder in that game didn't have to evolve... Like, the only reason that I'm thinking of switching him out in the end game is be- uh, once I get to the end game, is that I have to evolve him via trade. And it's mm. I, I'm just sad, because it would be great to actually have a Conkledur. But yeah. uh, everything there, yeah. So, but uh, Tinka Tink joins that with a bit of like rocky metal, and I love how uh, Tinka Tink starts out basically being like uh, hides from a bunch of different Pokemon because they go after the metal, and then you evolve it into Tinka Tough, which immediately goes Tinka Tough goes after Ponyard and Bisharp to turn their metal into its club. Oh gosh, I didn't read that oh, part. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that's what the Scarlet Pretty thing for is. It's like, wow. Yeah, I can see why it is a fairy steel type. Alright, it's it's going after it. But and just having that idea there um and work it at like I, I enjoy the design of it of this little pink thing car- carrying around a hammer that's just a little bit or a club that's just a little bit too big for it. And being like, oh, this is a dangerous thing, but yeah, I, I think it also helped that I picked it up just before the dark gym, like it was just or just before the dark base. Mm-hmm. So it was like standing just outside of it, and it completely. Uh, I took down the dark base without any of my Pokemon losing HP until the boss battle, and mm-hmm. I don't think they lost very much HP during the boss battle either. Simply nice. because my type advantage was too much for everything, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, oh, because yeah, I rolled in there with a fire type Tinkatuff. And I forget what my th- oh I had an Azumarill at that point too so they just uh, yeah. bread shop but um yeah. we, uh, weird um uh, thought here also going back to Flamigo I thought it could be cool like it's a uh, it's a fun type of uh, flying fighting there are right. only two other Pokemon that have that typing and I was like okay yeah right. cool this might have its own little niche and then spoilers one of those Pokemon that is flying fighting is later in the game and yep. so uh in any yeah, in any kind of uh competitive uh places Flamigo's gonna be outclassed unfortunately. I, I think I ran into that Pokemon early and just r- jumped over it and ran away because it was way too early and I was like I'm not trying to fight this thing. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then the other question that uh well uh Actually, two more things. We haven't even talked about Terra types and Terra blasts and stuff. What are you guys thinking about uh, oh terrestrializing? Mechanic, yeah, uh, yeah. That for me underscores the nothing really affects this world feeling of sure. this game. Ter- terrestrializing has no weight in the world. In fact, the gym leaders don't even use it. Uh, cre- uh, they don't use it competitively. They use it to have a Pokemon that's not of their typing, but make it their typing. Yes. Like, Crocolore rolled through Brassius and should have been stopped by Sudowoodo. 
<laughs> it could have been. Like, but it's it a was... Trudeau Wudo. Yeah, but then it became truly Wudo and it died in one hit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, two because yeah. it had sturdy. But. Yeah. Yeah. I So the, the terrestrializing thing is neat. Mm hmm. Um, it's kind of, it, it, it feel it's a way to, to give a third typing, mm-hmm. uh, to Pokemon, um, maybe that's a- without giving a, a third typing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also feels like it's a forced way to give a third type. And ma- th- um, maybe that's a better way to say it. It's, it feels like a mechanically good idea with mm. no story basis. Correct. I, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna get a lot of play in competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's... There, there are gonna be a lot of creative things done competitively that that are that are gonna be really cool. Um, for the for the story, eh, it's it's fine. It is what it is. Honestly, for the story, like you, there are a lot of battles. I'm like, I don't even want to terrestrialize right now. Like, I, I'm I'm good, guys. Don't worry yep. about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll yep. I'll save the animation time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It, it... yeah. And again, it feels like it, it should be a huge deal, and it doesn't matter. Um, also, interesting thing about the animation is I love how almost every character, like when they are doing their terrestrializing, they uh, seem to have a little bit of trouble like controlling the terrestrialized ball. It kind of shakes back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for your own character. Like, what the heck? Why don't you have yep. issue with this? Yep, your, your character's like, yep. eh. You're natural. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, you're you're right. It, it was it was a mechanic that was uh, introduced for I mean for competitive, and it really has no bearing in the game. And honestly, I almost wish they would have like saved it. Be like, you know, now that you are uh, at at the elite four, now you get to terrestrialize. Now you have this. Uh, oh sure, uh, turn option. it into a bigger reward. Yeah, and, that, or since since the game is playing with past and future, tie terrestrializing to that. Yeah, you're working with ancestors. Mm-hmm. Make it, uh, make it attached to eggs, and that if you're if you breed two Pokemon of different typings together, the Terra type of the Pokemon might come from any of its parents, as it's yeah. going back, or descendants are going, or like, or or work it that way, instead of completely divorcing it from anything except as like literally, Nimona brings it up as, hey, they can do this cool thing here. Yeah, never gonna mm-hmm. mention this again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I story wise, that could have been introduced better. Uh, but yeah, it really is only, really does only matter for competitive. Which again, for draft stuff, I think I'm I'm very interested to see what can happen with that. I'm guessing most draft leagues will probably have a Terra captain, uh, for for the stuff or ter- Terra captains if you're doing draft. And then yeah, in VGC and uh, Battle Stadium singles, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, all shakes out. So. Electric type yeah. Shedinja with Levitate <laughs> probably <laughs> won't exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I mean, so uh, you mean with Air Balloon? Right, that's what I meant. Air Balloon. Yeah, because g- g- Levitate would be rid of Wonder Guard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unless it yeah. was in our game where it could have more than one, but. Ability, but, but hmm, yeah, interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. See, and I have an Enkeda. Nick, let me pitch you an idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no if, see, here's here's how I would introduce terrestrializing in the game if I if I wanted to. Archetypes can do it, okay. but it changes okay. their archetype for the time being. Ooh, Ooh see, that that's, could be... that's interesting. 
so they're able to channel or work with other archetypes, or, morphing and changing their yeah. personality, even their goals in the moment, to use it. Gosh, man, giving mm. having anything uh, do, have a psychic terror type. Yeah, they like, suddenly gain. <laughs> yeah, they suddenly like, gain the archetype of terror and have a thought process of using it. Exactly. There's a fun yeah. thing. They, they want. Hey, they want to. There, there are a couple of archetypes that, like, you add that type in, and it's their motivation becomes to to wreak some havoc. Mm-hmm. They hulk out. Um, oh, destruction. Type. Which one is destruction? suffering? Uh, destruction's ground yep. is ground. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so oh, that actually that actually does uh, help me transition a little bit to the last idea. Is uh, what do we take away from this for? PTU in general and and our game. I will mention uh, right now that uh, friend of the show Linian has uh, started a project of converting all of the Generation Nine Pokemon into PTU. Since the PTU creators don't want to do it anymore, Linian yep. and uh, some other folks other are things, so it's understandable. But yeah. yep, yep. Uh, but Linian uh, as a passion project uh, of his and uh, another one of his friends. I'm not sure if that's another friend of the shows or not. But um, they are working on converting all the Pokemon in Generation Nine to be usable in PTU. So mm-hmm. will this affect our game, or how do you think this may affect uh, uh, just like whether it's Pokemon mechanics? How do you think it'll affect the game in general? It depends on things for there. I don't know how many mechanics I'll be changing, and if if I have a good story idea behind the Pokemon coming in, I may bring them in for certain ideas and places. I already think I may have to bring in one simply because of the way we've characterized Boss. Oh, you think so? have (laughs) to. Because of how that functions and how I've looked it up, he may simply have to. He's not at a level where it would be important at the moment because level 35 is where he learns the important move mm-hmm. so he wouldn't have it yet but it fits how he's been characterized several times um right the other one i'm thinking and you've mentioned before with katana and working towards it it's a possibility but it would be it, it, there would be a couple of things involved with it mm-hmm Simply because of the characterization, because the way I've made archetypes, and this is like this is me taking from where they're in the blessing of them, kind of working with them even more. Uh, the way I think of archetypes is archetypes are broadly defined by their typing, uh, more specific, or sorry, yeah, broadly defined by their typing, more specifically defined by the interplay if they have more than one typing, and finally uh, characterized by their uh, species, Pokemon species. So. Mm. Archie, for example, is fact as a pure normal type, but he is the archivist because as an APOM, he has several hands, he's more working through things, so there's more of an idea mm-hmm. towards uh, collecting and uh, actively collecting and gathering data. Mm-hmm. And how much more with an extra hand as an ambipom too. <laughs> exactly, yeah, so it, it brings it up even more, and that's what he's kind of uh, disseminating and working with. Uh Growlithe is archetype, technically archetype of love is what fire is, but it's been more and more leaning towards loyalty because Growlithe is a giant puppy. He's a puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a big uh, puppy, and so that's what he does there. Uh, the archetypes, one person uh, in our uh, Discord uh, messaged me a while back uh, asking for me to give ideas on uh, archetypes that he was putting together for his game. And so, for example, he was using uh, Hisuian uh, Zerua, 
which is normal ghost type, which goes to the archetypes of truth and fact. Oh, wow. But it's a Hisuian Zerua that is characterized by extreme malice and using Mm -hmm. illusions and tricks to harm and attack people. Mm -hmm. Meaning that the archetype of truth and fact, in my mind, becomes the liar. Who never lies, but never gives you the full truth. Oh, I, I uh, interesting. I'd almost see that as them just giving you like the bitter truth, mm-hmm. like and, and sometimes the, the... and that that's another way of thinking. Sometimes they mm-hmm. give the bitter truth, but also they give you the truth in such a way that it will lead to the worst possible outcome. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, just like yeah, just things with that, and so. I'm thinking if if I ever think of working through everything again, going through one thing that I might do if I ever end up, if if but somehow like twenty years down the line we're still doing this and I I end up GMing again <laughs> after this one, what I would probably do is I would either uh, get random Pokemon or put together a list of interesting to me at least interesting to me Pokemon types or Pokemon that I want to work with. Assign those as archetypes and create the world based on what they're like. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Just to be like, okay, and what even, does this make me think of? And even with that planning, you could even maybe have, uh, like, I, I love the, the broadness of the archetypes that we have. Like, you're hitting every single type. Um, mm-hmm. It could also be interesting with the idea of terror types is, like, maybe they're only... Uh, they only have one type, but then they also have the terror type, and that's almost like mm-hmm. uh, to parallel um, anime. Like uh, it could be like their superpower, like going like Super Saiyan or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their so, side effects. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, interesting. But yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so what I would say for it is, I don't have any plans to introduce terror typing, even though the futurists would kind mm. of love that. But I, didn't, I don't know how I would make it function very well. Well, and like. So here, here's my thoughts about terotyping and like porting that anywhere else. Like, since the game says it's something that only happens here in Paldia, I'm like, all right, it can stay. Yeah, we can yeah. leave it there. <laughs> yeah, same with same <laughs> with uh, Gigantamax. Like, mm-hmm. yep. I can say it yep. stay in Galar potentially. Right. Yeah. And so yep. I don't know. With that, some of the Pokemon really interest me and are really interesting uh, and are and are fun to work with. So maybe I might stick some of them in, in if I have the uh, types for them and and all of that set up. Or the, the stats what's set up, but uh, it, I don't have any major ideas. Just like with... Uh, remember, uh, we started before Alola yep, came out. I know. And so we haven't really seen... We, we just started seeing Galarian Pokemon. Yep. So, I like, some might be around, but I'll probably mix them in as story ideas come in rather than sticking them in specifically or working them around in different ways. Like I put all, of, I, I naively lumped all the Alolan Pokemon into the Trilithon sanctuary to be like, here they are. We'll be done with them. Let's move on. Yeah, let, let's move on. We, I never have to worry about this again. I mean, it's, but... it's so funny to think when we started the the show, like the Impidimp and Grimmsnarl did not exist when we started did the show. And now exist. Mm-hmm. And now it's in our uh, yep. uh, our most recent episodes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. No, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, that, wow. That's kind of the way. Uh, good. Just 
good to see that how our show has grown and ad- adapted as the you know the, the the source has grown and adapted and I mean let's be clear like generation nine is by no means done at all like people are predicting no. DLC no. which will hopefully bring improvements and, and some new Pokemon mm-hmm. and maybe some remakes uh, I don't know I'm not sure I'm yeah, not sure how yeah. people remakes anymore uh, after mm-hmm. what we got with BDSP but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're a fun yeah. idea but yeah they don't need to Run for it, but yeah. I mean, at this point, I like side comment. I'd rather just have just give me straight ports of Generation Five, and then yeah, port and or then, but then then give me Unova, um, Legends Unova. Like, give me ah, uh, give me a Legends game in Unova, and I'll be a happy boy. See, and that's what Legends Arc. I think that's part of what Legends Arceus did well is that it completely removed the idea of gems, and so it was focused on other things. And Alola mm. kind of did that, but still half did it, and that's kind of the feeling that I get from uh, the Paldean region as well, is that it half got rid of gyms, but half didn't. I think, yeah, them really sticking with, let's remove the idea entirely and just work with what we can might have some interesting things, but we'll see what, we, what happens. Yeah, I did really like how they have a type for every... Or they have a badge, basically, for every single type. Like, every yes, type has a, has a significance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Has some significance mm-hmm. to it. That's mm-hmm. fun, actually. But yep, pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, and complete, complete aside, I am annoyed that you don't get any EXP for crushing bases. Don't you? Nope. Just for the battle. You get nope. you get LP though. And you get and, LP, uh, but you materials. don't get any EXP. Yeah. Except for the battle, but mm. yeah. But. Yeah, but the the uh, thirty Pokemon that you have to beat first, nothing. Well, okay, beat oh. with heavy quotations. Yeah. Still nothing. <laughs> it makes me sad. It's not that important, but it makes me sad. <laughs> I don't know, you're, you're also commenting how you lost uh, basically no health when you went into the dark gym uh, before you fought the boss. There's uh, a reason why. <laughs> I beat the first two gyms with three moves each. Three attacks each. So. Nice. I'm just, I, yeah. That, that, I, I, I chose the fire type and went after bug and grass, so that's not surprising in the slightest, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, at this point, Bye. gentlemen, any closing thoughts uh, on, on Scarlet and Violet? I know you both are fairly early in, so I kind of want to hear your, yeah. your thoughts. I'm I'm not far in, but I'm I'm eager to see what comes next. I'm I'm excited to see more of the evolutions of my Pokemon yeah. that I have, and, and to catch some of the more uh, the new ones that are out there as well. Absolutely. And, and to clarify with my students, I am enjoying the game, and it is a lot of fun, even mm-hmm. though it is not a game that I would usually say is for me in its makeup. Besides being Pokemon, which is great, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, put the word Pokemon on it, and all of a sudden the game's for me. <laughs> I'll give it a try at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done any Although Mystery I, Dungeon. But... I was say, I haven't really done Mystery Dungeon games myself, but... <laughs> or the Rangers games, which I've heard good things, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I've been enjoying the game a lot as well. Uh, I'm starting to get to that, uh, get toward the post game where I'm going to start hunting down uh, the legendary. One thing I do, I love about the game is, like, they give you this little taste. Like, uh, I'm sure as, like, a lot of people did, like, before I got to the actual school, I did a lot of exploring. Mm-hmm. 
And if you do enough exploring, you, you find this sealed up cave. Did you guys yes. find that sealed up cave? Yes. Yep. And it's just like, uh, I'm getting close to the point, although technically I could do it at any at any time I want now, but I'm getting close to the point where I can start checking out those sealed up caves and exploring what's in, in those places. So uh, I'm excited to see what that stuff is. I'm excited to finish the Pokedex. I'm almost 300 in out of the 400. So. Nice. Nice. Making making real good progress there, and yeah, I'm just uh, I'm excited to see what more of this generation has in store for us. So, mm-hmm. sweet, Here nice go. Well, with that, I think we have one more quick announcement before we close out for tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. One announcement that should have been at the beginning of this that none of us mentioned is Lydia isn't here. Who? Wait, what? She hasn't been here this whole time. <laughs> It'd be so great for her. I've been hearing everything that she said. <laughs> it'd be so great for her right now to be like, surprise! <laughs> yeah, just duck him. Uh, no, uh, Razzle dazzle! Uh, Lydia does not, or at the very least does not yet, have Scarlet and Violet, so she, uh, we kicked her out. No, she decided not to, uh, not to join with us on this conversation, which is fine. Uh, we're still working with it. She's also sleepy. She's also yes. sleeping. Which I that, that so might be true of all of us, but she is sleeping. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the other th- uh, quick announcement we're having that uh, should have come out earlier. It's on me that it hasn't, so I apologize. Is we are going on hiatus, at least partial hiatus, until at the very least the end of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Not like no real big specific things. It's just been a long year, and I think everyone <laughs> agrees with that. And. But. And uh, the holiday season is is busy. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's very busy. And editing is hard. <laughs> editing is hard. So there will, at the very least, not be regular episodes until the beginning of next year. Uh, there may not be episodes at all until the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. But guarantee no regular episodes. Right. Yes. But so that's okay. Come hang out with us in the Discord and yes. play some Scarlet and Violet with us. Right, and I will be. Yes, I will be very occasionally uh, engaging, as I usually am, unfortunately. But, <laughs> but yes, all right. But that should be it. Uh, should we say all the sponsors? Stiff, all the Patreon peoples. Yeah, let's. Cl- uh, I haven't updated the list. Okay. I didn't. So yeah, I don't know list. if it's actually uh, up to date or not. Well, how much is? Let's just do a, a, a closeout without thanking all the folks. Yeah, so thank you to all of our patrons. We're just not going to name you all here because this is kind of a weird episode. You guys are still fantastic. Uh, if you want to yell at us, we have our Discord and the patrons. So, <laughs> you know, go ahead and come yell at us. Our fans are so rabid. <laughs> They'll come after so us. Angry. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but with that, I guess I'll run through everything quick. Uh, you can find us online at tapsradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pokerollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Taproom. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org. Like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. And feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. I'm not sure how many there will be, but they're there. Uh... Once again, I'm Nick, and I don't think I've posted on Twitter in a few years, but you can still fo- follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. 
I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at Prof Snag, but, I mean, that's that's overrated. I mean, if you want to go buy, buy a blue check mark uh, in my name, go for it. Have at it. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, give us 20. <laughs> as mentioned, uh, uh, come uh, talk to us on Discord. We're having a lot of fun there, and say hi on Facebook. I also realized that we haven't uh, we haven't done like any posts on our Facebook since Pal Day, uh, since um, Scarlet <laughs> Violet opened. So you know, I'm gonna post oh, something right no. now. I'm gonna post something right now. Do yeah, it. Just do Fuakoko with the head empty, no thoughts. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm Michael. I'm on Twitter if it still exists at <laughs> mgliliental. I'm Lydia, and I'm on Twitter at <laughs> L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. Maybe you should have left that to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyelid. That's Behind Your E-Y-E-L-I, though that's almost as imaginary as I am at this point. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, and get some sweet rewards. Like I said, uh, special thanks to our patrons. We're not going to go through all of you today, but you guys are all awesome, and we can't say it enough. Uh, we really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Ah, wait, no, that's black.
obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.